Welcome to Are You Quizzing Me? I'm Manit Nair with my co-host Aditya Kashyap. This is a quizzing trivia podcast show. Join us as we dive deep into history, science, sport, pop culture and so much more. Let's get quizzing. Another day, another episode. And welcome to Are You Quizzing Me? This is episode number 36. And let's get right down to it. Before we start off the episode, there is the audio matter of the audience question where I ask a question to you, the audience, and I give you the answer at the end of the episode. And the question for today and this episode is, Sachin Tendulkar became the youngest player to score a century in England when he scored 190 not out against England at the Old Trafford and also helped India savage the cricket test in August of 1990. His performance led to him being made the man of the match and he was awarded with something. However, if he were to have used what he received, he would have had to received a warning from the Manchester police. Why? Let me repeat the question for the sake of the audience once again. Sachin Tendulkar, famous cricket player, became the youngest player to score a century in England when he scored 119 not out against England at the Old Trafford and helped India salvage the test in August 1990. His performance led him to be made man of the match and he was awarded with something. However, if he were to have used the award, he would have received a warning from the Manchester police. Why? The answer to this question will be revealed at the end of the episode. Till then, try and guess if you can see find the answer. So, Aditya, you had asked a question at the end of last week's episode. Please enlighten us as to what the answer could be for that. I did ask a question and uh, the question was, there is a specific martial art that has been developed for the Japanese police force. Um, and I was asking if it was the context of India, what would that martial art be called? And I realized it doesn't even have to be called something new. You can just use a pre-existing art martial art form. And that would be MMA, except it would be pronounced Mama, like a Mama, which is a common slang that you use for cops, like a Mama or a Mamu, in Mumbai especially. So... You would just call that, that, them that, that, that's Mama. reaching. I mean, like you literally have to be Mr. Fantastic to reach whatever you've gone. You what a stretch, man. That is such a stretch. It is episode 36. We are recording this at <laughs> 1 30 in the night. I feel like <laughs> I I did not sign up for this. If anybody <laughs> has any doubts, please go back to episode one and two, where this was just a one-time joke that I did not intend to ever continue. It was supposed to be a serious podcast where we do some serious <laughs> trivia. It's all on you, Vineet. So you get to complain hey, nada. Hey, <laughs> the, I, I'm just listening to the audience. A lot of people who have, who have messaged us, the main thing they say, they all like the jokes. At least most of them. <laughs> they like the jokes. And I like I liked one particular comment where they mentioned that they like the dad jokes. So, uh, you know, even though I I'm the dad among the, duo, the two of us... <laughs> The bachelor, the confirmed bachelor is the one giving the dad jokes. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it is a, not a skill that is determined by you having or not having a child. It is just you're something you're born with, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So, let me start off uh, today's quizzing with a question. Uh, this fruit was named by missionaries in Brazil. The name comes from the short final period which is a part of the Holy Week, which starts from Palm Sunday to Maundy Thursday, after which Jesus is crucified. In Latin, this word comes from 
uh, a word which means to suffer. Identify the fruit name. Which fruit am I talking about? To suffer. Ooh, pineapple would be pining, but no, I don't think that fits. <laughs> no, no, no. Named by missionaries in Brazil comes from the the name comes from the short final period, which is a part of the Holy Week, which starts from Palm Sunday to Maundy Thursday, after which Jesus is crucified. In Latin, this comes from a word which means to suffer. Which fruit am I talking about? I can't think of a single fruit that would be a valid answer for this. Okay, so, so uh, my, my first clue to you would be, even though the name comes from the Latin, which means to suffer, the current more commonplace meaning of this word is something completely opposite. Okay. So that's probably why you're not thinking of this fruit. Because you said uh, Latin America, I am going to guess plantain, bananas? No, no, no. Okay. Wow, then I have no clue whatsoever that and you said it's also a completely different meaning. So, no, I, I, I am completely lost. Right the commonplace meaning. I mean, like, it still does have in certain contexts the meaning to suffer. But the more hmm. commonplace meaning would be completely different. And the meaning of to suffer is actually in one very specific context. Okay. Uh... Which is related to the name. And the clue that I gave you, that not the clue, the part of the question... The name comes from the short final period, which is a part of the Holy Week, which starts from Palm Sunday to Maundy Thursday. Wow, no, I have no clue. Yeah. If there's no other hint, you should just tell me the answer. No, I'll give you one hint. An indirect hint, okay. but this may get it to you. Think Mel Gibson. <laughs> I could think of as anti-Semitic trades, tirades that he has had. <laughs> no, not that. No, definitely yeah. not that. But uh, uh, think of... Say, I, okay, put the clues together. When I say the name comes from the short final period, which is a part of the Holy Week, which starts from Palm Sunday to Monty Thursday after which Jesus is crucified. And then when I tell you Mel Gibson, what should come to mind? Braveheart? No! <laughs> you sound offended <laughs> that I don't get this answer, so now I have to get this answer. <laughs> Uh, the Sunday and the Thursday thing also seems to be a hint that you're giving me, but I'm completely lost over there as well. Okay, uh, think Jesus' crucifixion and Mel Gibson. Oh, okay. Uh, Passion of the Christ. Passion fruit. Yes, it is passion fruit. Oh, what? Okay. It would have never in a million years occurred to me. Why, yes, so why exactly. Is... So the thing is, the, the, the passion of the Christ, basically suffering of Christ, it comes from the okay. Latin, passes some, which means to suffer. Ah. So, passion fruit literally it comes from that origin. But you think of passion fruit, you think of passion, you know, love and intensity and things mm. like that. Uh, suffering mm. is the last thing that comes to mind when you think of passion fruit. But this is so I've, I found that uh, once I read this piece of trivia, I found that, you know, quite interesting. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Uh, and interestingly enough, I was trying to think of words which would be derived. So, I wasn't even thinking like a. An actual English word like passion. passion. Mm, yeah. Okay, but cool, cool. Great piece of trivia. I love that. Okay. I am going to move to another historical event. Mm -hmm. And this one is set in the UK. As many historical events are. 
Yes, you're right. As a lot of history, at least the one that we're forced to study, did happen in the UK. This one refers to the time of Queen Elizabeth I, uh, who commissioned England's first national lottery in 1567 to generate funding for the Royal Navy. The Royal Navy at this point was looking to extend its export markets across the world, so it was the beginning of the British Empire. Uh, mm-hmm. The grand reward was a whopping five thousand pounds, which was astronomical at the time. And as if that wasn't enough to attract more people, as many people as possible, to purchase these lottery tickets, the ticket holders were also promised certain other things. What is one of those things that is today remembered in pop culture as well? Okay, I know this piece of trivia, but I'm don't remember what the extra uh, kind of benefits were. Was it something to do with income tax that they didn't have to pay tax? Well, I don't know all the benefits that were offered, but not the one that okay. I'm referring to right now because okay, it is something that is in pop culture today. Pop culture today. Let me give you specifically what kind of pop culture, and this has to do with gaming. Gaming, and not. Video games, so not video games. Oh, okay. Games. So we're talking about gambling. Okay, so not not gaming as in gambling, right? Oh no, no, no not gambling. Games. Okay. Games. Uh, Monopoly. Would this be something? Oh, is this a get out of jail free card? <laughs> Very well cracked. Yes, it is the get out of jail free card. So fifteen. 15- oh, nice. 1567 is one of the earliest recorded instances. There have been a few more. But uh, pre the board game Monopoly, which which is from the turn of the previous century, this is one of the most iconic examples of a get-out-of-jail-free card, which was offered to people as one of the lottery rewards. And uh, the winner could use that to excuse themselves from punishment for any except the most serious of crimes. So any other okay. crime that they would commit, they would not have Except to. Except maybe face. like murder and treason or something like that. I I would imagine yeah something extremely serious like that. Apart from that, most other crimes would uh, and would be something they would not have to pay the price for, as it were, because of the get out of jail free card. And uh, Monopoly uses get out of jail free cards, as most people would know who have played Monopoly. Nice question. I am also going to uh, stay somewhere in the same uh, bailiwick. So in the 16th century, uh, the pure and solid form of X was found in the mines of Borrowdale, England. X was of the same color and consistency and density as another metal ore, Y. And because of this, X was initially called Y. The discovery had made the mines of Borrowdale extremely valuable. As wrapping brittle little sticks of eggs tightly in sheepskin became very popular. Later, when science advanced, it was discovered that the uh, Y had nothing to do with X. But even today, a layman would call X by the name of Y. What are we talking about? Are we talking about graphite? Oh, you got that too quickly. Okay, yes. We are talking about graphite and obviously so then the other one would be? Lead. Lead, yes. We are talking about graphite and lead. When graphite was first discovered as 
uh, if you don't know the graphite obviously you know but i'm talking for the sake of the audience if you don't know graphite is basically carbon it has nothing to do with lead lead is a completely different metal uh, but because graphite in that particular form has the same kind of color and uh, was as soft as lead it was considered to be lead what gave it away did you already know this piece of trivia or did you work it out i worked it out because you said uh, it used to be referred to by that name but it has nothing to do with it but a common man might still use that name and i think oh, okay. i've always wondered why we call uh, graphite pencils lead Okay. Uh, like the lead broke off that that part of the pencil we call it the lead and uh, it just clicked in place when you asked me the question so <laughs> <laughs> nice crack nice crack okay great question great question okay um since we were talking about pencils i'm going to go into writing <laughs> um and this <laughs> nice is nice <laughs> and this is uh, in the context of india so I assume you have watched uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Yes, and I forgot it as soon as I watched it. I I still to this day believe it was it is one of Danny Boyle's more mediocre efforts, and I cannot understand why people place such a high value on it. And that's the end of my rant. You would not be alone. I think a lot of people do consider it to be slightly overrated. Uh, regardless of that, whether you like it or you don't like uh, Slumdog Millionaire, it was a pretty famous film. back from 2008 as you mentioned directed by Danny Boyle now Danny Boyle is a fan of these indian film people and as a tribute to these people he named some of his characters in the film after them so i'll tell you who those characters were but i won't tell you the name so in case you remember that like you said you've forgotten it so probably won't be an easy hint for you but anyways i'll say okay the brother of the protagonist and one of the antagonists was named after the people that danny boyle greatly admires who are these two people from the indian film industry that he considers to be very inspiring in his own work so uh, i absolutely do not remember the movies i mean like i frankly don't even remember what uh, dev patel's character name was forget anything else <laughs> so uh, asking for his brother's name is just you know pouring salt on the wound uh, but still look okay, i'm going to give it a guess because uh, this is danny boyle uh, and i would guess that if he were a big fan of somebody in the indian film industry they would be directors would i be wrong in guessing they would be directors yeah i did not say directors specifically because they are not directors oh so they are not no, directors Oh, because I was going to go with Satyajit Satyajit Ray because when it comes to the Indian uh, film industry, when in doubt, it's Satyajit Ray. Uh, okay. But it's not okay. Okay, that's interesting. So, what else? So then it must be music. I don't think. I mean, like, no offense to the Indian film industry, but we don't particularly have very famous cinematographers, at least famous worldwide. so i was thinking of danny boyle would be the music or cinematography or direction so music is something that they have done but isn't what they are particularly famous for are we talking about salim javed ah uh, i was trying not to say two people because i think the most famous <laughs> duo is salim javed but you're right salim javed are two people that uh, danny boyle considers a massive influence on his own work and specifically on slumdog millionaire uh actor really? anil kapoor 
noted that some scenes of Slumdog Millionaire are, quote, like Diwar, the story of two brothers, of whom one is completely after money while the younger one is honest and not interested in money. So all of these things are very much reminiscent of Salim Javed's work. And for anybody who might not know, Salim Javed uh, was an Indian screenwriting duo. So they both were extremely influential back in the 70s and 80s with their films. Some of the most iconic Bollywood films that you can think of were written by these two. Now, the two Shole. characters, uh, Shole is by Salim Javed. I believe. Yes, you are right. I think Shole mm-hmm. is by Salim Javed. Shole um, is by Salim Javed. Some of the other ones which are like Sita or Gita or Zanjeer or Diwar and uh, Dawn, some very, very iconic films were all written by Salim Javed. Uh, the two characters, by the way, in uh, the film, you said you don't remember Dev Patel's character's name. That is Jamal Malik. Jamal ah, Malik's okay. brother is Salim, Salim Malik. So Salim okay. after Salim Khan. And uh, the main antagonist of the film is played by Mahesh Manjrekar, whose name is hmm. Javed Khan. So Javed. Okay, so for Javed Akhtar. Okay. That's right. So Salim Javed were paid homage to in the movie by having their names given to these two characters. That's nice. I'm now going to ask you a question, again, related to food. I have a lot of food questions, so I'm going to ask you a question. Related to food, it's also related to geography and etymology. It's a combination of most of my favorite topics. This commodity brought from a Portuguese colony in East Africa to India was something that Indians had never seen before. It was sold under the name of the nation from which it came, but uh, us Indians could not pronounce it correctly. And so it got corrupted to the version that we now know it as. I want you to tell me which fruit and which country are we talking about? Which African country and which fruit? So the name that has been corrupted and is now used commonly is the Indian name or like like a Hindi name? Which one? Which it's, language are we talking about? It's a corruption of the name of the country. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, it was sold. This commodity was sold in uh, India under the name of the African country. Now, okay. we couldn't pronounce it well, so it got corrupted. I have a guess. Uh, okay. And this is the reference to the previous episode, where you guessed uh, Mozambique. So, I'm going to say Mozambique. <laughs> I should. I was I was praying that you didn't remember that one, because okay, it is, yes, it is Mozambique, and it is the Mozambique, which uh, to the rest of the world is the sweet lemon. Okay. Okay. It's the sweet lemon. <laughs> it's a plant grown as a sweet lemon. Citrus limeta. It's also called as the mousami or the musami uh, because they're all uh, in corruptions of Mozambique from where it, from whence it came. This has to be one of my favorite uh, kinds of questions, right? Which are just once you know the question, the answer is obvious. And yes. you perhaps never thought about it. But uh, once in front I'm of you... I'm very careful to try and say commodity instead of fruit. Because I had a feeling if I said fruit, you'd get it very easily. (laughs) No, that was a great question. And uh, I am glad I got it so quickly. (laughs) Pat on the back for myself. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Since we were talking about uh, etymologies, a little Uh etymology question. The time is August 1281. So this is almost a thousand years ago. And uh, this word referred to major typhoons that dispersed the Mongol Koryo fleets which invaded Japan under Kublai Khan. 
so the invasions were happening between 1274 and 1281 and in august 1281 because there were major typhoons the fleets were dispersed this word i'll give you the translation later as a hint if you want but for now this word today is used in multiple contexts including in english and of course in uh, japanese as well what is the word that was used for the typhoons that is today used in both english and japanese maybe it's like a freudian connection uh, not a freudian connection what am i talking about maybe it's just a connection that uh, i feel because you said typhoon is it tycoon oh that's a <laughs> that's a funny guess but no 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 it's not, it's not. <laughs> no it's not yeah, okay, i was going to say a great guess but then i was like uh, is that a great guess <laughs> no, that's it's not a great guess, guess. <laughs> it's not a great guess <laughs> i usually use the okay. word like i'm like yeah i believe that was a great guess i want to encourage you but like <laughs> tycoon typhoon is just no, that, that was just it's, it's, that was sad that was just sad it wasn't even no no no, no. i i have a i have a positive adjective for it i think that was a cute guess that's a fun No, no, I appreciate it. Okay. No, okay. So yes, I know. I, I'm owning. I'm owning my uh, mediocrity there. So <laughs> let's get on with it. Okay. So the so, typhoons that uh, sunk Kublai Khan's fleet, mm-hmm. August twelve eighty one, and we are talking about the what its impact on pop culture. There's a word that comes from it. You're saying it's the etymology. it's not necessarily just pop culture it is there in pop culture as well but i think in general usage as well in both okay. english and uh, japanese english and japanese i'll need a clue okay uh i'll give you the origin of the word uh in japanese so the source of the word and the word originated from figure of speech used in japanese waka poetry modifying and i'm spelling it out for you i s e and i don't know how to pronounce it but i would assume it's something like ise i say ise something like that uh, which is a province in japan so it is a modified word which is originated from this source in japanese there a haiku oh no it's not a haiku no mm, no i'm trying to think of japanese words which i know which are very few and far between uh, oh no i'm sure you know a lot of them is is that they they are yeah. so commonly used in english sometimes we forget that they are japanese in origin japanese yeah i'm just blanking i have absolutely no leads on this one okay let me tell you what the word translates to in english even though the japanese word itself is used in english but if okay. i was to translate it to english it would be divine wind divine wind hence the usage for referring to the typhoons that dispersed the fleets when japan was under invasion by kublai khan oh okay i have a feeling this is something i've read at some point and forgotten completely because when you said divine wind na something started to spark at the back of my head but it's too deep i can't remember what exactly it was vinith i've known you for a very long time in this case i know you know the answer there's no <laughs> okay. way you don't know the answer Um, okay so i'm just i'm just talking it up to the late r <laughs> that it's not striking you immediately but you'll get there i believe in you yeah um divine wind divine wind for some reason my head is going to karaoke mt orchestra uh <laughs> it's the, it's it's just playing over in my head you know what kind of <laughs> japanese words divine wind okay i'll give you a hint which is very okay. close i guess it's the same starting letter 
as karaoke, I mean. <laughs> it's oh, it starts with K. It starts with K. Shit, I'm just blocking right now. Only karaoke and karate, both meaning empty, is kara means empty. That's the only thing that's coming to mind. I, I'm okay. not, I'm, you put me out of my misery, man. Uh, I'll give you one last hint, okay? It became okay. popular or it gained a lot of notoriety, I guess, uh, middle of last century. The middle of the last century. Kamikaze. Hey, there we go. It is oh, Kamikaze. God. Well yes. Well done, well done. Yes. It just hit me. Yeah. Yeah. The Kamikaze pilots, the suicide pilots who used to crash their planes into the uh, ships in the Pacific fleet during World War II. In, exactly. Exactly. So suicide attacks uh, against the Allied naval vessels in the closing stages of the Pacific campaign of World War II, intending to destroy warships more effectively than with conventional air attacks. Because conventional air attacks sometimes don't really hit their targets. And kamikaze, the word itself, translates to divine wind, but is also now an English word and is used to mean basically doing something which would be self-destructive when used in English. And it comes from the word that was used to describe the typhoons that dispersed the fleets back in 1281. And that's kamikaze for you. So I'm going to ask you a very, very simple question. This is a a question I'm fairly sure you know the trivia for, but I'm going to ask you it anyway. Hillbilly is a term for uh, people who dwell in the uh, rural areas of the US, primarily in the Southern Appalachian Mountains and the Ozarks. Okay. A cartoon hillbilly, a cartoon style hillbilly was used as the logo on early bottles and signages of this beverage. Okay. Which beverage are we talking about? I'm intentionally holding back a couple of clues to make it a little more difficult for you because I know otherwise you'll get this very quickly. Is it your Tennessee whiskey? No. Interesting. A beverage which had a hillbilly character as a mascot, right? Yeah, a cartoon stylized hillbilly. If it weren't copyrighted right now, would be the perfect time to play dueling banjos in the background. <laughs> oh, I can't think of something that fits this. Uh, what kind of drink are we talking about? Okay, so uh, I'm going to give you an additional clue. This is for something I left out of the question. Uh, the name of this beverage originated from the Scots-Irish slang meaning moonshine. Scot-Irish slang meaning moonshine. Yeah, so it was a slang for moonshine. Moonshine, as uh, m- uh, most people may know, or if you didn't, uh, moonshine is kind of homemade um, distilled alcohol that is uh, that was made by the people of the Appalachian Mountains and the Ozarks, and something that uh, exploded during the prohibition in the US. Poof, moonshine. My, this is this is why alcohol questions always trip me up. I don't feel like I want to start drinking alcohol just to be able to answer alcohol questions. <laughs> One more clue for the for you. It's not alcohol. Oh, okay, interesting. Because moonshine would have meant alcohol directly for me. Okay, uh, not alcohol. So I'm then I'm thinking famous American brands like your Pepsi and Coke, but I don't think they ever had a. Hillbilly mascot. Uh, no, I don't think any of us has seen this particular mascot. We are all fam- We are all very familiar with a very different stylized logo. But mm. this is from its early origins. 
does this drink still have a mascot or is it just a logo that is iconic now no there is no uh, mascot as far as i know it's not like seven up which had fido dido or something like that right 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 so is it something like a carbonated drink is it a carbonated drink yes mm then my guesses would have been coke or pepsi but i don't think they are right so tell me what the answer is okay i'm going to re- i'm going to read the question with stresses on certain portions and that should okay. give you the answer okay all right all right let's do this hillbilly is a term for people who dwell in the rural areas of the us primarily in the southern appalachian mountains and the ozarks a cartoon style hillbilly was used on the early bottles and signages of this beverage with the name coming from uh, the scots irish slang meaning moonshine i i like how you stress on <laughs> mountains is mountain dew <laughs> it is mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> oh that is so kind of you vinith you just literally handled <laughs> me to the answer <laughs> okay I, I, and made me feel good as if i <laughs> figured it out by myself <laughs> yeah okay i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> yeah, so this uh, is mountain so mountain dew is actually uh, was actually a slang for moonshine so when the beverage first came out it had a cartoon kind of hillbilly uh, on its logo yeah that that is a great question i like that it's pretty cool pretty cool okay okay my next question has to do with the the united states of america and specifically mm-hmm. the one thing that they are really good at undoubtedly and that is their military okay uh, as has been the case for many many centuries the us military also uses dogs as uh, as members of the of the military and these dogs obviously are used in multiple scenarios like they're deployed as scouts or bomb detectors sometimes as sentries sometimes even as couriers okay now one of the things that working with an animal sometimes requires is that we want to respect the animal rights and uh, with the non human being obviously it is not like you can talk to them so what is one thing that the us military does which in theory helps show respect to the dogs so a practice that the us military employs that is meant to ensure that while in service they are shown respect they are given ranks and right dogs are given official ranks and they can be majors and colonels and what not that's pretty cool yes you are right but i would ask you to go a bit further you're you're pretty much on the right track so this is meant to basically ensure that they are shown respect and to discourage mistreatment of the dogs in theory obviously you can't ensure that just by a single practice but this practice is meant to try to get there interesting because i thought the whole purpose of those ranks thing was like okay the dog outranks you uh outranks its handler so you can't uh, you know oh okay then fine yeah yeah okay okay you got it you got it already yes uh oh, okay. because you just okay. said rank uh, you just said rank so i was just as looking for that a little bit more uh of oh, okay, nuance okay, yeah. there it is the fact that dogs usually outrank their handlers so that so, is more often than not the case that the dogs usually outrank if not outrank they are at the same level and uh, it's a matter of tradition most dog hang- handlers start their careers as private first class or sergeants 
and uh, the dog uh, being a non commissioned officer would outrank or at least match the rank of their handler okay yeah this is yeah. one of the things that they do in the military in the us at least uh, to discourage mistreatment of the dogs yeah okay that's nice quick crack quick crack <laughs> okay this person was a tech enthusiast who hopped onto the internet bang wagon in india much before anyone else okay he became the founder and chairman of the internet users committee of india and also played a major role in setting up internet organizations like the ethical hackers association he very famously used to maintain a, a website dedicated to his family i need you to identify who i'm talking about what is this person famous for is it for tech or for something else no that's exactly why i'm asking this question you wouldn't be very surprised if i told you uh, his name he has nothing to do i mean like in the public space at least he is not known for being tech savvy or anything related to technology his uh, fame comes from a completely different field okay no i have no clue right now so any hint would be good okay i will tell you who he i will like what his profession was he was famous for he was a bollywood actor okay and he was one of you know one of the first to hop on the internet bandwagon founder and chairman of the internet users community of india and he played a major role in setting up internet organizations like the ethical hackers association and he famously maintained a website dedicated to his family is the family also famous have to be you know because otherwise people wouldn't be interested right amita bachchan was an early adopter but i think there was more in the blogging space so i don't think that would work yeah, and that was way way after this also it's like actually actually proper early internet yeah you know? this is when the internet first came to india and there were like 15 internet users in mumbai or something like that wow okay interesting yeah this is in the famous yeah this is the time of vsnl i don't know if uh, you're old enough i'm mean, like i'm sorry to say that, but i don't know if you remember vsnl which are sanchar nigam limited which used to provide internet Oh, wow i don't know what vsnl is no yes yes yeah so yeah i i happen to be from the generation that has used vsnl dial up <laughs> brings back traumatic okay. uh, yet have, fond nostalgic memories i have i have used uh, dial up but uh, perhaps i just don't remember vsnl uh, okay anyways let's try this out um if it is indian film industry i'm assuming you meant bollywood because you also said mumbai so i'm going to say the Kap- the kapoor family and uh, rishi kapoor just cuz no it's not rishi kapoor but is it the kapoor family yes okay <laughs> quite a few people there anil kapoor no i'm trying to think of the kapoors who were active in the 90s but i guess doesn't necessarily have to be a name that was active in film no he was uh, he, he was he's very very famous hmm very uh, famous actor known for his personality and for his dance moves personality and dance moves in the 90s i didn't say the 90s i just the 90s is when the internet came to india yeah i'm i mean if it was an early adopter it would be early 2000s and and 
No, the internet came to the it came to India in the early nineties, but uh, it, that hmm. doesn't technically mean this person was active during the nineties, at least in film. Oh, oh, okay. The, is it then Ranbir Kapoor would be too young? I imagine. Is it Ranbir, Ranbir Kapoor? Kapoor would have been a toddler at this time? Yeah. Okay. Damn, I can't think of somebody who would fit this bill then. Uh, no, you got to give me a hint. Even the Kapoor family should get me there. I still can't think of the right answer. Okay. It is quite appropriate that this person was one of the initial adopters of the internet, given that a very, very famous website kind of owed the name to one of his most famous uh movements and moments in cinema so an indian website which is named after something from this person's films yeah so uh, in one interview apparently he has mentioned that a lot of people thought that he owned this website because the name of the website is inextricably linked to him at least in india somebody from the kapoor family a website name from one of their movies no the wow. website actually had see the website's name has actually nothing to do with this movie right but it is i got that it, yeah it's inextricably the name of the website is inextricably linked to this particular actor so much so that many people in india including some uh, in an interview he mentioned that including some of his own family thought that he owned this website or at least <laughs> he had a share in this website sounds like a really fun piece of trivia but No, I guess you'll have to give me the website name to for me to get there then. Okay, so the website we are talking about which has this link to him is Yahoo. Shami Kapoor, Shami Kapoor. It is Shami Kapoor. Yes. Right, right, right. So Shami Kapoor and his internet club uh mm. in the 90 in basically 1990s we are talking about 94 to 96 around that time mm. they were the first group of people to you know start using the internet. They had this kind of club and what not and he used to maintain some of the first indian websites and there was this uh, a picture that was posted of one of his emails from 1996 on twitter or x as we should be calling it now uh, where he uh, he's basically messaging uh, iuci members that is the internet users committee of india members basically telling them to be less horny on the chat rooms <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh okay, and I'm 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 reading this. Okay, a number of visitors to Talk City, many of them from India. I'm ashamed to say, behave as if the words they type on their keyboards will be read by computers. They seem to forget that there are human beings sitting in front of these machines. To put it bluntly, they are rude. They are offensive to members of the opposite sex, and they do things that make it difficult for others to participate in a conversation. Now this is not typical of IRC channels in fact there may there are many that seem to be full of unpleasant stuff they are a bit like the not so nice bars in the not so nice areas of our towns the ones most of us prefer to stay away from ourselves and the ones we try to protect our children from please you wouldn't talk behave like this in your own homes so please don't behave like this in talk city <laughs> well as long as the internet has existed people have been very inappropriate on it so <laughs> I'm not surprised, yeah. but um, interesting. Okay, so he was he was an early adopter of the internet, and uh, you when you said the website thing, I was trying to think of an Indian website, and I wasn't able to. But Yahoo, of course, is the 
word that is very closely associated with him so yeah that makes sense great question that is a fantastic question yeah shammi kapoor who knew yeah love it your turn your i think yours will be the last question okay and uh, here i go for the last question for the episode i'm going to bring us from internet to the world of uh, video games and uh, tell you the story behind the origin of uh, one of the iconic characters in gaming and tell me which character i'm talking about so this okay. particular character the developers were trying to find references for this character and they searched in what would be the most obvious place to be looking for a reference however they realized it was a complete waste of time because the reference that they were looking over at they realized the movements were unsuitable and they were too quiet to be captured by a microphone which particular character is this that eventually used a horse's gallop to animate the movements and had the programmer working on this particular game provide the sound and the voice wow a horse's gallop yeah okay can i ask one question is this an anthropomorphic character or is it a uh, kind of basically i'm asking if it's pacman or something else <laughs> uh it it is not something in the realm of pacman no okay mm-hmm. any time frame for this okay i'll give you when this game was released uh it's the 90s okay one of the classic games okay are we talking about the footsteps of uh, wolf 3d wolfenstein the castle wolfenstein 3d no 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 okay a horse's gallop that's what uh, then uh, is it link is it uh, the legend of zelda link but then i don't remember mm. you know the horse's gallop somewhere else it is based after the horse's gallop but a uh, horse's gallop is not exactly directly okay, seen so okay it's the directly seen or heard uh, the movement was based off of the horse's gallop right so it's not like you see a horse galloping at any point okay 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 i'm i was thinking of the sound of a horse's gallop because no, i no, no. thought you so the movement about what they realized was uh, they were trying to base it off of what would be the most obvious uh reference point but they realized that the movements were unsuitable for that reference and also there was the noises were too quiet to be captured by a microphone so they couldn't base both the movement or the sound off of the reference that they wanted to use okay so then the sound was given by the programmer and the movement was based off a horse's gallop so if it's something that's based off a horse's gallop i'm assuming it might be some kind of animal uh, which would have been the original reference but something that's a quiet one hmm. we're talking about a famous video game i don't know nintendo if that helps you uh, super mario brothers no king kong that's not the name though donkey kong you're talking about donkey kong <laughs> okay yes, so donkey donkey is the original reference and then Oh okay. Oh, no no, Don- donkeys were not the original reference. Sorry. Donkey Kong is actually a gorilla. So okay. they wanted to use gorillas as a reference, 
and they okay. went to a zoo and they were trying to they were trying to spend hours trying to record them by a phone a microphone and you know a video camera but they realized the movements were not very suitable and they were too quiet for the noises to be captured as well so eventually donkey kong's running animation was based off of a horse's gallop and one of the programmers uh, provided the sounds for donkey kong as well so just made a <laughs> i'm just trying to picture this guy who was <laughs> coding throw back to the uh, beginning of uh, you know video games as we know it today exactly yeah and but i'm also trying to picture because i've been in the coding space and i'm just working on my code like late into the night and my boss comes up to me and he's like can you make some gorilla noises and then for the next two weeks that's what i'm doing i'm just recording gorilla noises so no, i think that's how andy circus had his career right <laughs> no that's true that's true <laughs> pretty much how andy circus always worked yeah uh, that is the origin of donkey kong in terms of its characteristics for the video game okay nice question great question uh that's i think uh, all the time we have for uh, questions or direct questions aditya do you have a question for our audience for the next week i do have a question for the audience so the question is if to pay tribute to shami kapoor and his contribute contributions to internet in india there was a website created what would be the ideal name for that website which obviously can't be yahoo.com because yahoo.com already exists so what would be the ideal name for that website and that is a question we shall answer in next week's episode great uh, and i actually look forward to that answer which is saying something <laughs> <laughs> no uh, to to be fair i'm uh, you know quite surprised that aditya hasn't quit this podcast because i keep folk it's like i is like it's like he's a performing monkey and i'm keep poking him every week so like dance monkey <laughs> dance yeah, and but he still uh, you know is a great sport so yeah <laughs> we'll uh, you know await that answer with bated breath for the next week so let's wind before we wind up there was the audience question that i had asked at the beginning of the episode sachin tendulkar became the youngest player to score a century in england when he scored 119 not out against England at the Old Trafford and helped India salvage the test his performance led to him being made the man of the match and he was awarded with something however if he were have to have used what he was awarded he would have received a warning from the manchester police why uh, aditya do you have any guesses as to what the answer could be for this question the very obvious answer for that seems to be uh, alcohol like did he win a bottle of champagne or something oh bang on bang on yes he was awarded a champagne bottle but he was underage at the time so he could not have consumed it without having received a warning from the police the additional piece of trivia is that he stored it away from 1990 all the way till 1998 and opened it only when his daughter sara turned 1 oh that's beautiful that's such a lovely little additional trivia i love that yes so that's all we have time for this episode thank you all for listening in We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you learned something new. If you have liked what you heard, please consider subscribing to us uh, or to our podcast and leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us reach a wider audience and allows more people to discover and enjoy the show. We'd also love to hear from you. Feedback, suggestions, trivia. You can reach us on Instagram at Are You Quizzing Me. We appreciate your support and look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future. that uh, aditya our fact checker general will be back after the musical sting with the fact check for this episode thanks again for tuning in and have a great day 
See you guys next week. And here's the fact check for the episode. Donkey Kong was first introduced in the 1981 arcade game Donkey Kong. The reboot of the character happened in the 1994 game Donkey Kong Country, which was developed by Rare, a British video game developer. Donkey Kong Country was where the movements from a horse and the voice of a programmer was used to create the titular character. And that's all for the fact check.